Welcome back to the Kevin and Cassie show. What's up, y'all? This is our um, edition of the Tiger King, where we're going to be discussing all things Joe Exotic, Carol Baskin, kind of giving our thoughts, our recap. Um, so if you haven't watched yet, would highly recommend hitting pause, going to watch it. It's a great show. It's on the Netflix. Yes. All right. Um, on Netflix, it's a fast seven episodes, um, and then come back and... You know, see if you have any of the similar thoughts that we do because this is one show that's kind of taking America by storm, mm-hmm. and I don't think they expected everyone to watch it simultaneously in quarantine together. But all right, so first thing, just overall impressions. What what did you think going into it? Did I had no idea what it was, and I think someone texted me saying, "Watch the Tiger King." I don't remember exactly who it is, so if you're that person, if you can, um, after hearing this, if you text me saying it was with you, I will give you a free Crails Running Company shirt saying that you were the one who got me hooked on this dumb show um, that absolutely is 100% a train wreck. But we watched it, and I said, oh, we're going to watch it, and then Cassie, you were sitting there, you're like, oh yeah, you got to watch it, you got to watch it. So we put it on downstairs, and I started watching it, and I remember thinking, what in the hell I know. Is this? I mean, Netflix has got some stupid shows, but it came on and I was like, this can't be real. This guy, Joe, whatever his name is, he's got a hyphen name for God's sake. <laughs> it's taking place in Oklahoma of, of all for God forsaken places. And I don't know what it was. It was so bad. The first one was bad. I'm not going to, it made no sense. You know, he's got this tiger zoo, this zoo in the middle of Oklahoma. And he was a magician and then I'm going to tell you, spoiler alert, the biggest disappointment, not that he tried to kill Kyle Baskin, not that he did, unfortunately, those horrible things to animals, that he didn't really sing those country western songs. I know. Songs. That was the funniest thing to me was that everybody was like, do you think he actually sang them? Like this and that. And they're trying to figure it out. And I was like, there's no way that this guy can actually sing. Well, what was amazing, they didn't even address that in the documentary. They made it, made it look like he sang. I don't think they thought that anybody would care. And honestly, they probably didn't think that anyone would think he actually sang. I was going to download Here Kitty Kitty. I mean, you can download it. It's on iTunes. I bet if no no, that he millionaired it, what's the point of putting that on my running playlist if I can't get Hey, Come Here Kitty Kitty or Hey Boo Kitty or whatever that is? Well, what's interesting is that apparently the people that he got to write and record them, like... He wasn't giving them credit that they had maneuvered some sort of deal, and they're like, "Yeah, like we'll do this for you." It was like they could come to the sanctuary or like whatever it was, and now they're like, "Yeah, we want credit for the music." I'm like, I don't like. I guess you want your name on Joe Exotic songs, but I don't know. The whole thing just is so interesting. Well, then I don't want to flash forward too much ahead, but when he was singing at the funeral, yeah, I still thought, "Oh, he's not bad," because here, Kitty Kitty was like a pretty weird ass song. Um, you know, I start, then I started to binge it because it got very interesting, I mm-hmm. guess. I mean, um, but then my wife, your mother, fell asleep about two minutes into the first one. So I started watching it. And then it got, um, I want to say, really interesting with the Carol Baskin um, episode. I don't know if that's three or four where, you know, they show her. And Carol Baskin runs this wild kitty preserve thing in Florida, you know, where and she's Joe Exotic's like arch enemy she's like the joker to the batman you know and how she it made her look like that she killed or set up or did something the disappearance of her second husband um who had like all this money yeah and they wheeled out this poor guy's like family you know his ex-wife that he left for carol baskin that he met on the side of a road so i'm thinking she might have been a lady of the evening or something and that's what i'm 
So, okay, interestingly enough, because I just listened, so there's actually a podcast. I can't wait. Called Joe Exotic, and this uh, all was released about probably two years ago, and it was before the Netflix documentary. I'm pretty sure they were, like, filming them simultaneously, but she explains the story of meeting, I think Don Lewis was his name. Don Lewis. And she said that she had, like, just left her first husband and gets into the car, and he pulls out a gun, and he's like, I'm like, you can hold the gun, like, I just want to talk to you. And she's like, okay. And then in the car later, he, like, wraps his hand around her neck. He's like, I could kill you right now. And I guess she didn't seem afraid, and she was like, yeah, that was the moment that we fell in love. And then they went to a hotel, and I guess he didn't ask her to do anything. And she was like, this was the first time in my life that, like, a man hadn't expected something of me. And, like, this is where our love story began. And I was like, oh, Okay, hold on. Warning sign. You're walking on the street. Okay. Let's get into a car. He has a gun. Proceeds to give you the gun and says, I just want to talk. That's not a red flag. Okay. Somehow she has the gun. And you're trying to tell me then his hands wind up around her neck. And he says, I could kill you. Warning sign. Dose. All right. Then, hey, let's go to a hotel room. Right. And this is where the love starts because she didn't, he didn't want anything from her. Just, just so many things, and, and I think that's. And what was interesting is the idea that they brought his family back. Was that I feel like they honestly wanted to be on it to, I guess, look less dopey or less. I don't know, clout chasing. I don't really know, but yeah, I mean that whole thing, and that's what I think has been interesting with the fallout of Carol Baskin. Because she put something on her Facebook, and I know her current husband like released something on the Facebook uh, too. But I don't know. It's it, you want to say that she killed her husband, but you're also like, could she really have killed her husband? But then if the whole world right now is it's just trending on Twitter every day, Carol Baskin killed her husband. You kind of have to be like, okay, well, yeah, I would be annoyed or upset, especially if I didn't do it. Well, you know what's annoying? I um, I listened to. Uh, her current husband go on this 10-minute uh, dialogue of how awesome a person she is and how everyone's hating on her. And then he made a point to bring up Kim Kardashian of all people. He said, Kim Kardashian tweeted you know, something about Carol did it. And he said, you know, if Kim Kardashian would spend one hour with my wife, he would, she would know how awesome a person she is. And he's like, Kim, I can make that happen. We'd like to make that happen. Then he went on to say, well, the, the heck with the rest of the comment, folk. You know, so I, I don't know. I kind of feel like they are glory chasing at this oh, point definitely. because even though like you sign up for a documentary with Joe, all right, exotic on it and his life story, and you're like, you thought it was going to be Blackfish. Yeah, and I, I mean, get, come on. Well, I guess that's what's interesting, and this has been my biggest issue with the documentary in general is that. Obviously, initially, didn't go into it knowing that Joe was going to go to jail and that the FBI, like, all that stuff. Like, I recognize that was the initial point of the documentary, but I think that, I don't think that they highlighted enough of the cub killing and that animal abuse and the trading and all that stuff. Like, yes, it was mentioned, but I think they had a point where they could have made it blackfish and they could have driven home on that and yeah would have been a lot sadder and wouldn't have been you know carol bass and joe exotic all these things yeah but obviously this is also like a really important thing that i just it's everyone that's right now free joe exotic i'm sorry he killed thousands of animals was trading them breeding them like he should be in jail and so I don't know. That, I think, was just my biggest issue with the documentary in general is it's we're all just ignoring the fact that they're all well, killing animals. He did go to the jail for the, the abuse and the murder for hire, but the murder for hire was so weak 
that's why they threw the animal cruelty. Definitely. And him. should he be in jail, in jail for, for, that, for yeah. attempted murder? No. But should he be in jail for animal cruelty? A thousand percent. Well, he should be in jail for being dumb. All right. Yeah. I mean, really, like, when you think about his whole train wreck of, like, everything that he was doing, um, I'm just blown away. Like, so he married two guys who weren't gay. Yeah, all but right. I mean, they all but they right. all had these cults. Doc had a cult. Well, he yeah. held this cult, Cal Baskin. All their employees worked 100 hours a week for leftover fish. But <laughs> the best was the guy with no shirt and no teeth, and they were talking about meth, right, how meth rots the teeth. And apparently, I forget his name, but he's upset because apparently he got his teeth, his teeth, his teeth. He got his teeth fixed, yeah, he and, and he's upset that they didn't. They're not showing him like with a shirt on and with his teeth. Instead, they showed him this like meth head. All right, and I thought, who are these people, and what did they think they were getting into? And then Doc Ansel, that guy. I don't know. He's got like eight wives living down there in Florida. He is like. Well, what's a funny about piece of work? That guy is a piece of work. Well, what's funny about him? So he's in South Carolina, and oh, South Carolina. I went to school. Myrtle, Myrtle. Yeah, and I went to school in South Carolina, and so there's been all these memes of like everyone in the country is like, who knew people like this existed? And then people in South Carolina just like smirking, knowing that there's just these insane people. But I don't know if you've seen, but he provides like all of Hollywood with their tigers. Yeah. Like he was in a Britney Spears video. The Undertaker has been there, like, publicizing him on Instagram. Like, it's definitely just interesting that now these people that have always been in the background are now just Yeah, but I think when you look at light. it, even on the show, Doc Antle, and I don't know if he does animal cruelty. I don't know how much of cruelty is the cub petting, which Carol Baskin and her husband are, like, are like losing their minds over, the cub petting thing. And I guess when they grow up, what do they do with them? Where Joe Exotic Zoo is run like a real shithole. I oh. mean, you could see that, like... I mean, even the employees of Rainwash, like the one employee, you know, cut her, his, her arm yeah, ripped off and was like, I need to go back to work because the media is going to be upset. Literally had the arm ripped off. And then Joe's like, I'm not going to recover financially from this. Like, hmm. No, there was, you got that as in context. It was kind of yeah, yeah. it. But you're just like, wow. But it just seemed like his place was just like not run very well. Oh, no. Versus, and then they showed the Baskin place was supposed to be like a, a um, sanctuary. With the cubs or, I mean, the the tigers get this little place to drink water. And, you know, you don't know what that is. But I think it's amazing to jump back to her. Like, you got to pay to get in her place. Yeah. And you can go to the gift, the gift shop. And it's all volunteer run. Like, so, what's the, you just can't pet them? I don't understand, like, the difference between what, she, what her place is doing. And then, you know, I'm sure, like, all five of our listeners will, like, correct me on this. All right. And what Doc Antle you know, is doing except he's just publicizing it. Yeah, I mean, I guess the main difference is that hers is basically just a sanctuary for cats. So the zoo part of it, it's a zoo basically, but they can just roam free. Where Doc is more, he's bringing the cubs to you. You're swimming in the hot tub with the cubs. Like his is more that cub petting, and so once they are outside of that cub stage, they don't really serve much purpose to him. Where I think Carol is growing that like she's keeping them basically i guess until they die right i mean i was on their websites and you can have like exclusive parties at carol's too yeah i, I mean guess you just can't touch it's like the bella song you know yeah. you can look but you can't <laughs> touch all right like <laughs> i mean like no and i think that's what it is because and again in the podcast they basically were saying that when she first started out she was breeding 
tigers and she was like going to these auctions and selling them or whatever and she was like I thought that by doing this basically I was stopping the murder of the the animals like I thought that I was just putting more out there but she was like actually I think I was just perpetuating more death because they were being sold off to either people that only wanted them for cubs and then killing them or just wanted them for their fur or for their head or whatever it was so she was like that's why I switched and that was part of what led to her big disagreement with her first husband or whatever Don Lewis was that he didn't he wanted that money exchange and he didn't want to just be holding on to them because it is a lot more money and it is if people are just watching there to look at the animals I mean yeah it's cool but like yeah you are going to pay more money to be able to touch them than just look at them yeah I mean but I mean overall but like to jump back to Joe you know he did some crazy stuff because you know um Baxton they were against him and like I guess we're doing different things, you know, just do scandal. Like when he would go around the different um, malls and stuff for his traveling act, they would call and not get it done. But something like when he went off on something was just mentally just not there because he took it to a whole new level of crazy, you know, showing up in that bunny suit with blood all over it to protest their place for animal cruelty because they were killing the rabbits to feed the, the whatever, you know. Um, and jump back to that for a minute. They were feeding, he was feeding his tigers. Walmart expired meat. So bad. Walmart expired meat. And then some of his employees, employees were eating that. Were eating it. Well, they went through it first. Like, yeah. And, and that- they showed the trailer, you know, where some of the employees lived and stuff. Like, because he'd be like, uh, you know, um, he'd get a convict. This is, this is the, <laughs> the best part about this whole show is they're all cons. Right? Convicts, you know, like they work for him. And then his partners that we'll get into were felons. You know, like. Well, nothing's going to go wrong with four, four felons in bed together, you know, with something. Honestly. But So they bring up those trash cans full of expired meat to feed the animals, right? How horrible is that? You know, he's got these animals lined up. I mean, I just saw something where, because he's in jail now, saying uh, when he gave his chimpanzees to a zoo and they could run free of that, he broke his heart to realize that he did that to them for so long. Yeah. Because he knows it's like to be in a cage. But I'm like, dude, you're crazy. I mean... And then to, to, to copyright their materials so blatantly, and then to go to lawsuit with them for a million dollars? Well, and that's what I wonder. Was it just he really didn't know either how far Carl was willing to go, or he really didn't think that she would care that much? Like, I don't know. Like, was he just not intelligent? Like, there's just some of those things where you're like, you brought this on yourself. Like, yeah, you purposely copied. You purposely made the name very similar. Like, you could have dropped... The law. You could have just done all these different things, and I'm like, was it to put on for your show that you thought was going to be produced, or your YouTube channel, or were you on drugs? Like, are you mentally unstable? Like, there's clearly something more there because anybody that really care- cared about the animals and really cared about his employees and his family, like, never would have done. They never would have let his parents' house be sold or whatever, you know, taken by the government. Like, Well, Carol Baskin wanted, she went after the house because, and then sued the mom. Yeah, but again, had he cared yeah. about anybody besides himself, yeah. n- you know. Well, they made interesting points. I don't know if it was the guy who was doing the documentary and that poor bastard. You know, apparently he had a breakdown after the whole situation and like, he yeah. barely, you know, um, but it just, you know, he, he lost everything for this stupid fight which he was going to lose but where were people telling him not to do it 
you know, but oh, what are, they said was that he just cared about being famous on YouTube and Instagram, I guess, like yeah. social media, that he thought if, if he could get more hits on Google, he'd be more famous. And that's why he did like everything. And he had that little like crappy YouTube show. Yeah. Well, I also think that the Jeff Lowe of it, of someone in his mind who had money, who had stature, who whatever, was believing in him and supporting him. Like, I think it was just enabling that ego and enabling him to keep doing stuff because I showed that clip where Jeff, like, told Carol's husband to, like, F off and I'm going to come after you. And I think in Joe's mind, that just, you know, anyone that isn't fully mentally developed, that's just perpetuating this instead of taking a step back and realizing, oh, okay, this is a terrible idea for me to say this, to record a phone call with lawyers and someone that's suing me. But obviously there was stuff there because he married two regardless of if it was a males or females he married two people right and no one had a problem with that you know and then though they were on drugs you know with him and that whole thing just got got crazy yeah you know when he was running for president you know, oh my gosh Joe Exotic running for president do you I mean, think he really thought that he would win or you think again he was just doing it oh publicity 100% publicity like uh, maybe in his mind he thought he could win. I do th- think he thought he was going to win governor. Yeah. I mean, when he didn't get, he ran for the governor. You know, I do think 100% he thought he had, like, the common folk mm-hmm. of Oklahoma. <laughs> you know, they're all going to be voting for Big Joe and his mullet. And, you know, I mean, good Lord Jesus, could you imagine? You know, he put condoms. All right, with his face on condoms to give out. You know, because it went, but I think it was all ego and... I want to be famous, and he'd have a concept of money, you know, and his zoo was just uh, a pawn in it, and the animals were just a pawn in it, you know, with that. And then Jeff Lowe came in, and what um, a stand-up citizen that guy was, or is. Do you think he's going to end up going to jail? Uh, For what? I don't know. I mean, you would imagine now that after this documentary, there's going to be closer... Even if there's no regulations put in place, there's going to be at least more eyes on all three of these sanctuaries or zoos, whatever we're calling them, and anyone else that has them in the world. And I can't imagine he's doing everything totally legal. So, and he, I mean, he was he was arrested in the show for bringing in the baby cubs into Vegas and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, um, I don't know because that would be an interesting other documentary because that that story with him kind of got weird. With him leaving, and I guess he took tigers and then got caught, and then he came back, and that's when the whole thing went down with Joe, and that real um, award-winning character of the maintenance man, you know, and then he was hanging out with the other owner, bar owner, who turned CSI investigator on them, and then at the end he had another partner that he broke up with, and they were going to build a new zoo, Yeah. and I guess, I'm not sure if the new zoo opened or not, or you know what they're doing. But where's he get his money? I mean, where's he getting all this money to, you know, to, to do things? The other partners are like, I do all the work and I give all the money, but... Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's like the one thing about Jeff Lowe that I will say is like he, again, an idiot, found himself in jail while filming the show and all these things, but somehow, I mean, maneuvered Joe enough to you know conspired all these things got his business partner to i guess pretend he's going to kill carol baskin whether or not that guy was going to do it for the three thousand dollars i don't really know but i mean joe or yeah he got the jeff Lowe got the got the zoo and honestly it's probably more money than he thought it was going to be to reopen it and now all these regulations and whatever it might be but i mean he was smart in it at the moment granted i think he's a terrible person and 
is the reason that Joe is in jail, whether or not he deserves to be in jail. And Well, he deserves to be in jail because of animal cruelty, because he did break federal laws to do that. The murder for hire, I mean, we just saw what's in the documentary. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know if they got enough to, like, prove it, given the fact that Jeff Lowe is a felon. The guy who was going to take the $3,000 was a felon. Yeah, but, I mean, they did a good job setting him up. The informant, the informant. Was a felon. The informant you know, is like, quite possibly um, my favorite. He is so awesome. I love, I think, like, I don't think the government's done with me yet. I got work to do for them. What? He's like, I'm going to keep snitching. I'll never stop snitching. And then he's in the middle of some some pond, probably in Oklahoma, on that jet ski. He's probably in his deal with the FBI yeah. saying, get me a jet ski in yeah. a scene in this documentary. Like, oh, my God, I think it's the so funny. The next documentary is going to say, what happened with the guy with the bad haircut? All right, from Tiger King. Because you know... He's going to get it at some point. Oh, my God. Well, that's the thing that was cracking up. I was like, you are just sitting here calling yourself a snitch on national television saying, yeah, I'll snitch again. No one is going to let you near absolutely anything. And if you know any piece of information, those people are coming after I mean, you. But the four felons were all together. And then Joe, um, the new partner for the zoo, he was a felon. I'm like, so this is what all felons do? They go <laughs> so- to the tiger business. They open <laughs> zoos. like, um, And then Carol Baskin. Right? Husband goes disappearing. All right? No, she's not a felon, but like, oh, but I'm going to open a zoo. And then you got um, the husband's, uh, her ex-husband, missing husband's uh, kids saying she ripped us off. She ripped us off. And the mama, she ripped us off. I'm like, why is the ex-wife even there? You know, um, it was just a train wreck from all the way around. Mm -hmm. You know, and then Joe, I mean, one of the shocking moments, which I really, it was kind of disturbing when the one husband shot himself because he didn't think that it was loaded, and they actually showed that. Yeah. And like, I was like, "Oh my god, that really just happened!" And you have it on like camera, yeah. and yeah. you're actually showing this. You know, like wow. And then his other husband with no teeth got the office manager pregnant and ran off. But then he found some other kid who was 18. Yeah, I mean, and I think and that- that's what's weird to me. Well, not. If there's any part of the documentary that I would like to see more about, it would be diving into the employees of these places because, like I said, they all run a cult. Like, something about Joe Exotic, clearly he's manipulative, whatever, to bring in these teenagers that are probably, like, you know, just figuring out that they're gay or whatever it might be and taking them in and probably have whatever parent issues I'm assuming because whose parents are being like oh yeah let's support this um I mean you saw that with the mom of the one husband that had shot himself but then Doc Antle definitely running a cult over there that one girl that escaped and she was like I can't even believe I did this and again Carol Baskin like her interns her volunteers that are working all these hours doing nothing and it's like is it people are just attracted to the tigers, and you're like, you're never going to get this experience in your life. Is it just manipulation by yeah, these people? A little bit of both. But it's like, they're all cults in different ways, yes, yeah. but similar. So it's just like, what is it, like you said, is it a felon mindset? Is it some mindset all these people have? Is it just, I don't I don't know. I can't explain it. But that, to know. me, I would love to know. But I need like a psychiatrist to analyze these people. But you think about Joe's like workers, and I'm sure they're all like swell people. The one dude lost his legs, I forget how. So, But he's running the zoo, right? Then you got um, the other guy with the really long blonde hair. I wish I had my phone in front of me. I can tell you the names. He was one of my favorite characters because yeah. he was like, I was there for them. I missed the tigers. And the one time he was like blasted drunk out of his mind, I think. Yeah. You know, but And then they all turned on Joe. 
You know, every single one of those employees turned on Joe. Well, and I think it's because at the end of the day, those people cared about the animals. Yeah. And they cared about the tigers. Because then I had read something where it's basically like, animals are the only creatures or the only things that will give you undivided love. Like, they don't care what you look like, what you smell like, anything like that. And so... A lot of these people didn't have legs. The one um, guy that had his arm bit off, like all these people that probably had rough backgrounds. And so they care about the animals. And yeah, when it turned into a pissing contest and a mm. money contest and all these things, I would turn on Joe too. And they all were also being sued. And so they had to. But let's just jump back to who the guy who originally was making that a, a document or the reality TV show. Yes. I mean, you talk about a poor bastard. You know, he's making the show, he's doing his thing, and then someone set fire to the storage house Jeffy. and the alligator pit. Yeah. All right? And the poor alligators died, which is very sad. Um, but that guy lost everything. But I'm thinking, maybe this was pre-cloud days. You know, yeah. like, why in the hell didn't you back every? You know who you're working with. You've been with them. You've been sitting here. You don't back up to the cloud? Or you make copies and and you send them with somebody, you just leave everything on his property? Yeah, I mean, that was definitely not his brightest move, especially seeing how futile every Joe had been, but even, you know, Carol easily could have done it. Anyone could have easily come in and, or even just a freak accident. I mean, yeah, that was definitely not his brightest move. I don't know. I think it would have been so interesting to see had that guy produced some sort of reality show or even some documentary, just how it would have looked different. And I think, honestly, it probably would have been far worse because you would have actually seen... Oh, my God. Well, I recommend that everyone go to Joe's um, YouTube channel because it's still up. I mean, obviously, it hasn't been updated. It's some crazy-ass shit. I mean, that's on it. It's just like, okay, like, what is going on, you know, here? Yeah. But he is definitely um, a character, and he's getting more popular in jail. I know. You know, um... You know, he did just send out something on Facebook because I am his Facebook friend now or follow, whatever it is. Not asking people to set up GoFundMe accounts, you know, because he can't get any of the money. Yeah. You know, for his defense. He's suing somebody for like $90 million. I don't know who he's doing it. And he's willing to, and any lawyer willing to take it, he'll split oh, part of God. the money. With, all right. Um, and he's asking for Trump to uh, pardon, pardon him. Pardon him. I saw that. So he can get out. All right. And yeah. Uh, this is just amazing to me that this guy, and he's like, I wish I could be out to experience some of this fame. You're in there because you're an awful human being, buddy. Exactly. And that, again, that is. I mean, come on. That is the biggest thing that clearly he doesn't even see the horrible things that he's done. And I really hope, like, obviously it's like funny, like free Joe Exotic or whatever, but I really, truly hope that nobody actually thinks that this man should be out of jail because, again, he's a terrible person and they found five skulls on the tigers that yeah. he put, and he admitted he put them down exactly and that's that's nothing i mean and i would love for some of these other people to i don't know have fines go to jail whatever it is but no i mean i agree i think he's got what he wanted out of this he's got clout people know his name there's awareness now about this like i think the documentary in the end did what any good documentary would do well they they that bill that they're trying to pass didn't it didn't pass the bill that with congress i guess uh, for the big cat bill where you couldn't use them as pets or breed them yeah. anymore, that did not pass yeah which again i would be curious now if there's more people that have awareness of it i mean it could have just been a poorly written bill i who you know i don't know a lot of the logistics about it but hopefully some sort of regulation or guidelines or 
I don't know. Uh, something comes up. The did a good this. job on my part because I still don't know why they're all pissed off about. Yeah. I mean, like, I get the Joe Exotic Zoo was poorly run, but if Doc Antle's got the zoo and he's taking care of his animals. It's more so... What's the exploitation? I guess that's what I said the documentary didn't do a good job with. Agreed. In the case of Doc Antle, it's that he's euthanizing the cops once he's done with them. But is that proven? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, okay, proven is a bold. There's witnesses that have worked there that said... That, Are they felons? That they did this. No, it's, uh, it's the girls in his cult. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean... They're not bitter. So, again, I think that's hard because there isn't any proof. So... Back and forth. But I did read, though, up until last week, he was still running tours, you know, even with the corona running around. All right? He, he wasn't going to cancel any tours or taking the precautions. Except for a freaking tiger in the Bronx Zoo just uh, got the coronavirus. So what an idiot. Oh, and then uh, Carol Baskin did release a statement, all right, about the tiger and her tigers and the coronavirus. But, oh, but Doc is not running tours right now, though. Mm, good. Okay, it is shut down. He had no intentions of, of closing business, all right, during a worldwide... Uh, huh. Freaking south for you. Well, what's interesting even about that is that people would still go. All right, like, hey, we're not shutting down. Come on in, and people are like, nah. all right. Why not? Probably discounted tickets. You know. Oh, I enjoyed the Tiger King. They're coming out with another episode or something. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I'm definitely going to keep listening to the podcast. I mean, they're going to be making a movie about it. I know Kate McKinnon is a real movie. Yeah. So they had. What happened was the podcast came out. I think about two years ago. And then they were filming the documentary simultaneously. And then, so then they created a movie based off of the podcast. The show came out, so now everybody's talking about it. So Kate McKinnon was already slated to play Carol Baskin. Oh. Um, and then nobody else has been announced or, you know, with the right. project yet. So, but it'll be interesting because before the only material they had to work with was the podcast. And then basically the podcast was bought by Wandry, which is like a huge... Um, like podcast producer and so now they're like re-releasing it with like each episode i guess to get more content out of it but it'll be interesting also at the same time by the time it comes out will everybody already be over the tiger king probably i don't know it was an absolute train wreck that i just couldn't but yeah that's my take on the old tiger king (laughs) yeah i mean definitely crazy show if you haven't watched it definitely go on netflix let us know you know your thoughts and Enjoy the ride of the 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 Tiger Tiger King. King. All right. Later.